The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said to his disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Trinity. Doesn't that sound like exciting stuff to talk about this morning? I realized that uh, 8 o'clock was probably a little dry, so... Uh, the only thing I can kind of come up to kind of loosen things up a little bit is a joke that the dean of my seminary would share with us about the Holy Trinity. He'd tell this story that the Holy Trinity were hanging out and they were thinking about, you know, where to go on vacation. And so God's like, you know, maybe we should go to Jerusalem because it's such a sacred place. And Jesus kind of pipes up, um, God, you know what they did to me last time we went to Jerusalem? And the Holy Spirit's like, well, let's go to San Francisco, it's a pretty groovy place, and God's like, you know, I, I love San Francisco, it's a little weird, they refer to me in the feminine, and I'm not sure I want to deal with that this weekend. You know, any other ideas, and the Holy Spirit, and Jesus pipes up, you know, well, let's go to, to Rome, I've never been there before. <laughs> he, he was Anglican Episcopalian, so he had to kind of take the stabs. <laughs> I needed something to go with the Trinity. For some reason, I think, within our context, within our church, we want to make sense of this great mystery. We want to make sense of what it means. You know, we, we talk about this, we cross ourselves, we commission ourselves to go out in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so, it makes sense to kind of explore what this means and, and, and try to kind of help it give us life if it's so foundational for what it means to our faith. And I've been thinking about how we arrived at where we are today with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if you look, um, immediately following every sermon, with the exception of when we do baptisms, we profess our faith in that same way in the Nicene Creed. And it dawned on me that to get to where we are has always been a battle. It's always been a fight about trying to prove something that we believe. And so people have been making arguments about what the Trinity is or what the nature of God is. 
and their belief in that truth and that certainty about the understanding about the nature of God has escalated to conflict. And so in 1014, the Western church adds a little clause that if you're looking in that last paragraph, that's when you flip the page over and it talks about the, the Spirit coming from the Father and they say, and the Son, they're trying to define the nature of God. I know this doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal, adding a little clause. It causes conflict. It causes the biggest split within the Christian faith, the Orthodox and the the Roman church divide. And if you really parse it out over the nature of God, we have been fighting, wars have been fought. I mean, it's crazy what happens when we take certainty about the nature of things It always escalates, arguably, to what what I think is to the point of violence. And I was struck this past week um, when the town where I was raised was once again on the national news. And um, a young man who went to the high school uh, about uh, about a mile from where I grew up who had showed a lot of promise, had somehow something had, had changed and there was, a, there was a carjacking and he fled and um, had a gun, was in a car accident with a police officer and, and, and was killed, was shot by the two cops, um, by the two, actually they, they, were, um, they were U.S. Marshals. And then the police came and there were riots in, 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 North, in North Memphis where there were um, lots of rocks thrown and several people were injured. And, I, and I'm not going to make, make sense of this. This is part of a much larger conversation about just the way that we exist and are in relationship with other people and, and all of that. But, but what's, what I've been thinking about in, the, in kind of relationship of, of, of where we're going with a sermon is that I think in, in both of those cases... There are people that believe that there are facts that are driving, that are that are driving a situation. That there's there's kind of there's an absolute kind of imperative right or wrong, and so when we 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 approach things from that way, it escalates, arguably to violence, because we are so convinced that either this young man is going to exhort to violence and going to draw his weapon, or that the police are, whatever it is, that there's these absolute imperatives that, that are going to lead us to a certain position, and that always ends up in violence. You're probably going, what in the world does this have to do with the Trinity? The, the point is, I think that it's not far removed to make the claim that our religion is at the root of all the ways that we interact with the world, that we interact with each other, that religion is at the core of defining kind of how we understand ourselves in relationship with God. And the, the most interesting thing is that whenever we have tried to define the Trinity, it has escalated to churches dividing. It has escalated to conflict, and that has, there's always power that's at play, but it still, it begins to divide us. And I'm not sure that that's what we are meant to do. That's not, I'm not sure that's how we are meant to be. I think that what is most interesting to me 
And, and, I, and I shared this in the e-news that um, in one of Emily Dickinson's poems, she refers to the Trinity as the bee, the butterfly, and the breeze. And it shapes the way that I think that we're supposed to interact with God. It's not about certainty about what God is. It's about a relationship. It's about a relationship. So following the service, for those that are interested and not terrified, um, we're going to walk out the doors, and and JB is going to lead us to walk across the property to the beehives, and we're going to bless our newest members of St. Stephen's. About a thousand years ago, churches were keeping bees as well. And one of the reasons was the metaphor of the queen bee. There's one queen bee, and all she does is give life. It's her sole purpose is to create life. There's a butterfly that takes on new life as resurrection, and then there's a breeze that unites us all. And I think that there is something of a framework in that, that as faithful Christians, to be faithful, we abandon some of those principles that we think that need to define us, and instead we learn how to be in relationship with God. I wonder, at the root of those issues that I saw in my hometown, what was missing And what is always missing is relationship. How are those communities in relationship with each other? How are they in relationship with the truth? Not what is the truth. How are they in relationship with the truth? How are we in relationship with God? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how the Trinity works. It doesn't matter. It matters how we are in relationship with God. And we are in relationship with God, with the way that we are in relationship with the created universe that God has made. We're in relationship with God through the way that we're in relationship with each other. And we're in relationship with God through the way that we are in communion here. So I hope that you will see new ways of seeing God, maybe in the bee in the butterfly, in the breeze. Maybe you'll see God in each other and be freed to let go of being right or wrong or certainty or truth and seek the greater truth that God is in our midst in calling us to be in relationship with each other. Amen.